You are listening to the How to Talk to Girls podcast with me, Trip Kramer. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of the How to Talk to Girls podcast. I'm your host, Trip Kramer from tripadvice.com. How's it going out there all over the world, wherever you may be listening from? Guys from all over, listen, I just recently in the past year moved podcast hosts and my old one, we used to collect data where people would listen from and people were listening from countries I am ashamed to say I've never even heard of before. And it's just so awesome. Actually, wait a second. Here we go. My new one has also the same thing. I don't know where... There's one listener in Burundi. There's one listener in Jersey. That's a country? Did not know that. Again, I'm ashamed to not know some of these. Togo, Lesotho, Grenada. Heard of that. These are some of the lower downloads. Cameroon. Very cool. Greenland. Wow, there's 12 people who listened in Greenland. That is pretty amazing. Okay. Anywho, today, what are we talking about? We're talking about why cold approaching is completely underrated. And I really don't think men are taking advantage of that. So that is what we're talking about today. And right now I have a cup of tea beside me that I'll be sipping on, but you won't hear it because I'll edit it out. And I've been noticing that because of how much I talk throughout the day, I have almost like a sore throat, but it's not from being sick. It's from talking so much, doing podcasts, multiple, multiple coaching calls, and then YouTube videos. And then I get on calls with people who are interested in coaching. I'm doing a class right now for online domination, the masterclass that I launched a few months ago. So lots of talking. And I've noticed I just got to get my voice up to par. So I started drinking this tea that's good for your throat. And it's been helping a bit. Anyway, was never a big tea guy until now. I don't even think I'm a tea guy, but I'm drinking this stuff. Seems to be helping a little bit. Soothes the throat so I can continue to talk and talk and talk. Some people have been asking about when online domination is going to be live again. Online domination is that course that I did. That course where I teach guys how to use online dating to get results. If you follow me on Instagram, what I've been doing is I've been posting guys' results. I have guys who've been using the program and they're just getting tons of matches. I'm just excited for this to go live again. I partnered up with another company on this one, so I don't have full control over when it gets launched again. So they're working on all the marketing materials for it and getting it all set up. But once it is launched again, I will let you know. When I say launched again, I mean it's going to be released to the public for good. We just first released it kind of in beta with a masterclass along with it. So all that will be available to you and I'll let you know when it gets released so you can get online dating to uh, to a level where it gets you tons of matches. Funny that I'm talking about that right now because today we're not talking about online dating. We're talking about cold approaching. But it all needs to be talked about because it's all in reference to each other. I feel like people are using online dating quite a bit these days 
Let me tell you my story with online dating. I remember online dating. Well, first let's talk about when it when it really started. Okay, this was starting in the mid to late 90s. And what ended up happening was online dating existed because the internet started to get bigger. But it was weird to meet people off the internet. In fact, it was creepy to meet people off the internet because you just didn't trust people. It's so funny how we've gone from that to, oh yeah, no problem. I'll, I'll hop in your car and take an Uber or a Lyft. Or yeah, no problem. I'll, I'll sleep in your home, right? Airbnb. So obviously times, they are changing here. But what it was before is not what it is now. People were not doing it as much as they are now because it was scary, it was creepy, it was weird, it was new. And then the 2000s started to roll along and online dating started to get bigger. Started to become, I think, a little bit more popular amongst some of the older people, right? Because because dating is hard for older people. So it made it a lot easier for older people to be able to meet other people because you're busy, you have kids. Maybe you're divorced and you're taking care of your kids a couple times out of the month, whatever it is. You're super busy with work. Maybe you're older, you're not getting out of the house. So I feel like it was pretty big amongst the older crowd. But then it started to catch on with, with everybody and some of these sites started to get bigger and bigger. Matchy Harmony, J-Date, Plenty of Fish started to come around. Okay, Cupid started to come around. Now we're the mid to late 2000s. This is when I discovered it. Again, you're probably thinking about why we talk about online dating. I thought we were talking about cold approaching. It will get there. So online dating became this big thing. And then it started to become normal to meet people online. It wasn't weird to say, I met this person on OkCupid. I met this person on Match. It started to become way more normal. And then the apps came out in 2012. That's when Tinder came out. And now you're swiping on people. So it's just like a faster way to use online dating. It was just faster. So now more and more people are using it. It gets to the point. Now we're at probably 2014, 15, and even 2016. And now I believe it becomes to a point where people are meeting so many people online. It's so normalized that if you ever hear a story, it's like it completely flipped. Have you ever heard a story now that someone met someone in person, you're like, really? The old school way? It's abnormal to have met someone not online. Whenever anyone now says to me, oh, they met someone, I go, let me guess, Hinge? And they're like, yeah, how'd you know? It's like, well, right now, in you know early to mid-2021, that's how people are meeting each other. That's the hot one right now. So online dating is prevalent. It is here. It's not going anywhere. It's getting more and more popular. And that's great. That's great. Well, I don't, I don't really care if it's more popular, but it is what it is. And I should just say it is a, a great way to meet women. You can meet lots of women that way. However, and this is bringing me to the point of this episode, is it's not the only way to meet people because you're not getting full access to what is available to you. When you're online, you only have so many women that you will get access to. Why? Well, not every woman is online. Maybe not every woman is going to like your profile. Hey, you may be even at a point where online dating isn't working for you at all. So I don't even need to make an argument here. You understand that online dating 
isn't everything. That is why cold approaching, and you might say, what's cold approaching? If you don't know, it is approaching women, not in cold weather, but cold, meaning it's not a warm introduction. It's someone who does not know you at all. Maybe you've heard of the term cold calling. What's a cold call? When you call someone who you don't know, you try to sell them something. So this whole terminology of cold, warm, hot just represents how well you know someone. If it's someone who's, let's say, a warm lead in sales, that's someone who maybe tried to reach out to you who wanted your product or service. That'd be a warm lead. What's a warm approach? Well, people don't usually use that terminology. It's just not in the in the terminology of dating and pickup and all that stuff. But I use it sometimes. A warm approach might be you're at a party. So you obviously have mutual friends there. That's more of a warm approach. I don't know if there's a hot approach. Well, I guess there is. A hot approach might be the woman starts conversation with you. Either way, the idea of approaching and meeting women in general, whether it's cold, warm, or blazing hot, is something that needs to be done. It is not optional, my friend. It's only optional to you if you don't want to be taking your skill set to the next level. Now, here's the good news in terms of cold approaching. The good news is that cold approaching actually has more benefits than you'd ever believe, even though it's really hard to do. When I say hard to do, I'm just comparing it to online dating. Online dating is easy. You can be the most unconfident guy in the world and you can be all alone on your couch, no one around, downloading the app and swiping away. Very easy to sit behind your screen. But it's much harder to do it in person. But the good news here is that when you approach a woman, what you're doing, even, th- even though that same woman might have swiped left on you on an app, what you're doing here is you're basically saying, hey, I'm confident. You're already sub-communicating that to her because you've gone over and done an approach. This is the beauty of it. This is why I love it so much. There's so much to prove with online dating. Again, I'm not trying to put online dating down. I'm just comparing it to cold approach. I think online dating is awesome and an amazing way to meet women and you should absolutely be using it. But I want to compare cold approaching so you understand why it has benefits. Let's talk about this idea of survival of the fittest, Darwinism, right? And evolution. We're talking about the strong survive, meaning the ones that can adapt to the harshness of life, get to breed, and then have their seed be spread. It's the same idea here. Is the ones who don't approach, those ones won't be able to spread their seed. But the ones that do, will. My point here is that she is sensing that confidence right off the bat because you are that person who's going over there and doing an approach. You are the person who's making it happen, who's being proactive versus reactive. The reactive guy who I always crap on, and trust me, I was there once too. The reactive guy just letting life happen to him, 
hoping that maybe one day a woman will come to him and talk to him versus proactive. Nope, I'm just going to go over there and do this. I'm going to go over there and make this happen. I'm going to go over there and talk to that woman and just go after what I want. So she senses this. And that is going to start half the battle of building attraction. Now, listen, of course, you're not going to be able to get every single woman that you approach. It's not like you go and approach and she goes, oh, he's confident. I'm going to give him my number. I want to sleep with him. He is mine. Of course, that doesn't happen. You do get rejected when you do an approach. But still, the ones that will be interested are already halfway there interested because you've done the approach. It's just interesting. You know, these days, and, and a lot of the inspiration of this episode was because of the last episode where someone wrote in and they talked about this idea of approaching women being a very controversial subject in the UK. And I had to explain that cold approaching is going to have its ups and downs. And there's going to be guys out there who are going to ruin it for the good guys like us who are not trying to be sexually harassing any women or being inappropriate with any women. So what happened in the UK was some woman, I guess, I don't know the full story of it, but apparently she died because some guy killed her, I'm assuming, off of an approach. Uh, I think that has been happening for a long time though, however. I, I can't imagine this is the first time that's ever happened. So what happened here was she ended up getting murdered. Unfortunately, it is very sad. But many women have been murdered for, I don't know, decades, centuries. And again, this is sad. But why are we all of a sudden blaming the whole idea of men approaching a woman? I really, I know that sounds, maybe that sounds crazy to some of you. I don't know. It, it doesn't make sense to me. Okay, so men should never, ever, ever talk to a woman. Listen, I get that at night, walking around, yeah, that, that probably doesn't feel very safe to a woman, you know? Maybe not the best idea. Like, I maybe wouldn't approach a woman in a dark alley or somewhere, you know, that is going to be kind of scary for her. Like There, there I, I, I can draw the line. I get it. But we're talking about daytime approaching, busy street approaching, even if it is at night and it's lit up and there's plenty of people around. Like, really? You can't do an approach? No. Come on. Listen, the guys listening to me, I know you're not going to do anything to harm a woman. You are not the guy who's listening to this podcast. The guy who sadly murdered Sarah Everhard. Everard. I don't know if I'm saying it correctly. But the man who did that is not a guy who's learning how to meet women. My big overall arching point here is I want you to feel comfortable being able to approach a woman, at least in you know the majority of cases, not those small ones where, yeah, I get it. It is scary for a woman to be approached in a dark street, dark at night. Okay, maybe not the best time to approach. But anyways, I would never tell you to approach at that time. Well, I don't know why you'd be going out at 9, 10 p.m. when there's no women around doing approaches. You should be doing it at times when there are lots of women around where you can talk to them and they'll feel safe when you do it. But I wouldn't worry too much. Please, gentlemen, 
It is okay to start conversations with women. It is okay to do it. Just don't sexually harass them. Don't do anything appropriate. It's funny that I even have to say this. Like I know you know that. I know you know the difference between right and wrong. I know you, the guy listening, I know you know that. So let's do it. Let's make it safe. Let's do it at the appropriate times so we can give women... How about this? Let's change the narrative a little bit. Let's give women an amazing opportunity to meet you, an awesome guy. This is not all for you. Women are going to benefit too. They meet a great guy. And it's been happening for a long time, being able to cold approach and do this. So more reasons why cold approaching is completely underrated. By the way, got to mention here, I know that cold approaching is hard. And we're going to go over that a little bit today as well. I do have a lot of episodes on approach anxiety. But for some guys, as much as I convince you that you got to do cold approaching, you're not going to do it because it's not because of it uh, being fear of getting in trouble, but the fear of rejection, right? Where you're the one who's scared instead of the woman being scared. So if you need help, I do offer coaching in this area to help you with cold approaching. I've been working on this myself for many years, many, many years. I've done thousands of approaches. I've helped guys do thousands of approaches over the years, getting them to the point where they are meeting and attracting lots of women through cold approach and doing it in a way that actually works, which means that you can actually get a girlfriend from it. Another benefit, right? An obvious one, right? You can get a girlfriend from it. You can meet women who are interested in casual sex with you. And this is all stuff that you should be able to have in your life if you know how to cold approach. Coaching helps with that. Go to coachedbytrip.com and you and I can work on that today. Other reasons why cold approaching is underrated. Cold approaching and being able to approach a woman, this is a foundational. If you understand how to do it, if you do it appropriately, if you understand the elements behind it, online dating and everything else in your life gets 10 times easier. What I mean is this. When you're going out and you're doing cold approaches, this is harder than anything you could ever do. This is harder than going on a first date. This is harder than having a difficult conversation with a family member. This is harder than having a challenging conversation with your boss asking for a raise. This is harder than meeting friends and talking to strangers at the bowling alley or the rock climbing gym to just initiate conversation and make a buddy. This is harder than public speaking. I think they're almost equal, by the way, but I think still cold approach is harder. At least in my opinion, but that opinion seems to be pretty prevalent throughout the guys that I talk to. It seems to be the hardest one. So what happens when you do the hardest thing? You know what happens? Everything gets easier. This is the number one reason why cold approaching is so underrated. Everything gets easier. I know for myself, when I was able to master cold approach, I didn't realize all these benefits that were going to come with it. More confidence at work. More confidence in myself that just made me confident in all the other areas of my life because I felt like the man because I accomplished something so hard. Or just being able to talk to friends 
and having difficult conversations because they come up, meeting friends, making friends, public speaking, all the stuff I mentioned, all that got easier for me. And I didn't even know that was going to happen. It was so cool. And I really want you to experience this. I really do. I want you to have this in your life. I want you to feel confident in socializing and talking to people. People do get nervous being able to stand up to family members and talk to family members or have hard discussions with family members. But then all of a sudden, you do these cold approaches to the women that you're attracted to and it all becomes easier. It's like magic. And then these first dates that you're going on from the online dating, because hopefully you're doing online dating side by side with cold approaching, you become more confident there because what's, what's easier than going on a date with a woman that already has interest in you? That's way easier than going up to a woman who has no interest yet and you try to spark a conversation out of nowhere. So much easier to go on those dates now. They're, like they're going to be like a joke to you because you've already approached a ton of women, maybe a hundred women, and started a conversation out of nowhere. So I don't want you to do cold approaching to get results. What I mean is you do cold approaching to do cold approaching. You do cold approaching to get the skill of cold approaching. The results come. The numbers come. The interest from women come. All of it will come. But remember that you're not just building one skill. It's like six, seven skills in one. So just focusing and practicing the art of the cold approach really has this crazy domino effect on your life. No one talks about this. We only hear about it negatively in the news. It's like, yeah, how many people are sadly murdered all around the world from someone just going up and doing that. Yeah, that happens. But that doesn't mean that that's going to happen if you have all these guys who are going out and talking to women. Again, to go back to that point, I empathize with women. I understand. And you have to understand too, women, it's all about safety. Okay? Men murder women all the time. It is scary. It happens. Women are scared of this. I just don't think the answer is not going over and approaching, except in those extreme circumstances of dark night alley approaching, right? But we can't be completely putting this away. This is something that should be learned as a child. In fact, it is something you do as a child. When you're a kid, you don't know any better. You just start talking to strangers. It's like you haven't fully developed a sense of self yet, so you're not self-conscious. So you're able to just go and talk to anyone. I remember I was fearless when I was a kid, talking to everyone, inviting friends over, having play dates with literally everyone, girl, boy, that I could when I was in first grade, second grade. I remember all of that. Then all of a sudden, your brain starts to develop a little bit more. You start to become more aware of the self and you start to judge the self a little bit. And then this, this unfortunately, can get you to the point where you're judging yourself so hard that fear is now taken over and doesn't allow you to do things that are challenging, like a cold approach, like going up and saying hi to a woman. So there are skills involved that you build off of this one. 
you will get more results from your online dating life from doing this because you're going to be better at first dates. And remember, the repetition is what gets it. Repetition, repetition, repetition with anything you do is going to get you good. Like in the coaching program, that's what I work on with guys. I work on repetition is getting you into the habit and holding you accountable to do these approaches. And it never fails with every single guy. You put in the work, you do the repetitions, you get better. You end up more fearless around women. You end up getting the results you want after a period of patience, which comes in the form of dates, sex, maybe even a girlfriend. It's all possible with the cold approach. But it has to be something that you repeat over and over and over. So I encourage you. I want you to do this. I want you to get those benefits. I want you to break through the fear of approaching so you can have these benefits. I know it's not easy. You're talking to the guy, by the way. True story. I was not born confident. Ooh, no, 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 sir. I was not. I had such bad approach anxiety. And I had to force myself with all of my might to just get out there and talk to women. It was so tough. And even throughout the years, getting into relationships, you start to lose it a little bit, right? It's like when you work out, I believe there was a study that was done that said, if you stop working out for two weeks, you start to actually lose the muscle that you were starting to build. Two weeks. Isn't that crazy? Kind of the same thing with approaching. When you don't approach for a while, you start to lose it. Now, you don't lose it all the way. You don't go back to when you first began, but you start to lose it. Even a few years ago, I remember I had a breakup and I went back out doing cold approaches and I go, whoa, all right. Damn, I forgot. It gets a little scary, right? You start to feel that adrenaline pumping. But it only took a couple of days of approaching to get back to where I once was of feeling comfortable doing it. But that's what happens. So I get it, man. It's not easy, but it helps. You understand now. You have all the benefits. It is underrated. It is something guys don't do. They suck themselves into the online dating apps. And even some of those guys don't get results. I get, I get calls from guys all the time who need coaching. And they say this to me. They say, I'm doing the apps. Nothing's happening. So they realize something has to happen. They got to do cold approach. Now, here's the thing. I tell them, listen, the reason why you're not getting results on the apps is because you don't have the right profile. You don't have the right messaging sequence, which I teach you through coaching and through my online domination program. But you don't want to do just that. You want to have it all. The two main sources of leads, meaning the two main sources of meeting women, the very best, are approaching women cold and online dating. There's no better than those two. I used to preach, yeah, go to a yoga class. Yeah, hot girls at the gym. And I get it. That's a cold approach, but we're not getting a lot of volume there. It's like you want to go to a yoga class and you're not even that interested in yoga and what, you approach one woman? Low numbers. We need reps, 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 reps. It's like going to a gym that's the best gym, has the best machines and the best weights. And then you go in there and then you just do one exercise and leave. Okay. Maybe that's not the best analogy, but I think you get the idea. We need volume. We need reps. Where do you get it? Online. Obviously, you know that. And then cold approaches. You have the power to, to meet a woman whenever you want. 
You just walk outside your house and go, okay, I'm going to approach today. I'm going to talk to some girls today. I'm going to go to a downtown area where there's a lot of women walking around, talk to some women, do some approaches. It's almost like online dating. Online dating, you can just open up the app and start swiping. Okay, leave your house and start approaching. And you know that it's not like online dating where it's just like trying to get a date. No, you're still, you're building that skill set. That takes you so much further. That's why I say, you know, when guys join the coaching program or even just go and cold approach on their own, they start to see this weird confidence. It starts to show up at weird places that they never thought it would show up like work. And they're like, dude, I'm getting a raise. I'm getting a promotion. I finally had the courage to ask for a promotion. I just became more confident and it leaked into work. And now I'm doing better at work. I'm making more money. I mean, it's crazy. Don't believe me? Go try it. Take a month. Build a habit. Approach one person per day. And you'll see by the end of that month, you are going to be a new man. A new man. It's crazy what it does to you. Man, I miss those days. It's funny. I never thought I would miss those days. When I say those days, I mean the days where I was learning this stuff. Because when I was learning this stuff, all I wanted to do was get past that learning stage and get results, get results, get results. It's so funny. Now I miss it. What I miss is just building that skill set. But it's okay. I, I work on other things in my life because there's always a new skill to be built. There's always something to do. I'm actually personally, I'm getting into a reading habit. So uh, let me back up a little bit. I'll tell you about what I'm doing with this, with this uh, habit that I'm doing. There's an app called Habit Share. It's free. By the way, this is not an advertisement. No one ever told me about this. I had to find this myself. It's kind of a dinky little app, but it's kind of awesome because of how dinky it is. Dinky meaning like it's just very simple. It's bare bones. And what it is is you create a habit and then you track it. And you can do it by day where every day you can say, did you do the habit or did you not do it? And you can share that with friends for accountability, which is huge. So me and a couple of buddies of mine and my brother, we're all on that app. And then me and my buddies, we're all in a group chat. And every month we do a new habit. And then what we do is when we complete the habit, if it's a new habit that's been completed, because sometimes we repeat habits. Like one was taking off of drinking alcohol. A few of us did. Some of us did no fap. Um, we were doing all different kinds of stuff. But if you repeat one, you don't get the prize. So what happens is if every month you you end up accomplishing a new habit, we send the other ones a vinyl because we're in a little vinyl record club where every couple of weeks we buy new vinyls to build a vinyl collection. So so yeah, this this month I will be successfully accomplishing a habit that I did not accomplish last month. I actually missed it by one day. So last month, I did this habit where I wanted to read every day because I wasn't reading every day and I want to read a lot more, like a lot more. I want to go through tons and tons of books throughout the year. And so I missed one day, so I didn't accomplish it. But this month, I should be able to accomplish it. I only have a couple more days left, so I'm sure that I will. But now it's second nature to me. Reading every day is second nature to me. Before, I was like, oh, I did it a couple times a week and I was going slower than I wanted. And I remember I used to read a lot more, but I wanted to get back into it. So I think if you did this for approaching, imagine you downloaded this app, you did the approaches, maybe you got a friend for an accountability partner, or I'm your accountability partner, whatever it is that you choose to do. Or even if you don't have an accountability partner, you can still download the app and it's you can get a little ding of dopamine every time you hit that you did it. It feels good. It feels good. 
So I suggest that app, Habit Share. It's a good one. I've actually talked about it on my email newsletter. So I wrote about it there. But get to it. Cold approaching. This is it, man. This is what's going to really build the confidence and getting you into a place where you're just out of your comfort zone, where success lies. You know the old saying. That's where success lies, outside of the comfort zone. So let's get uncomfortable. Let's do some cold approaching. Let's make this happen. Hope this helps. Hope that you got something out of today's episode, hopefully some motivation to understand why cold approaching is so powerful. If you need help, go to coachedbytrip.com. And if you want to say hi to me on Instagram, by the way, a lot of guys have been doing that. Say hi. You can DM me. I check my request folder quite a bit. I like to say hi to guys who listen to the podcast. So say hi. At TripAdvice. If you're on Instagram, give me a follow. Say hello. Good episode today. Let's keep rocking. Good luck out there. Get these approaches done.